All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the one and only Daily Dollar Show podcast. As always, it is your boy, Martin. Happy to be here and back in effect, I am with my partner in crime, the one and only Marlon. Man. What's good, y'all? What's good? Man, that boy back. See, bro, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, shout out to Brandy for holding it down last Absolutely. week for me. She did great. She uh, did. Absolutely did. Good job. I, had, spot. A, my I had a I had a blast recording with her. We had fun talking about everything. I actually got a victory in, you know, I just, I, I just got to say that because, you know, fellas, we don't get those doves over the ladies when it comes to arguments too often. So, <laughs> so Brandy, hey, ain't nothing but love, baby. I just had to hold down that W. <laughs> I'm going to hold that bit forever. So... You know, Marlon, you you had a big event happen, life altering. I mean, this is I, one. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm happy for you. Appreciate that, bro. Three, I'm happy to be a. I'm happy to have been a part of it mm-hmm. and to be included in it. And I'm gonna let you go ahead and run it down. How it happened, what happened, all that good stuff. Man, this is like a lot to you know digest. You know, it was like it was just so like overwhelmed with everything. So we went into. Yeah, the well, tell the people what what you went into. The oh hospital. well, I had a kid, obviously, and everybody knows. Following social media by now knows that I had a son, Grayson Maverick DeFillo. Ooh, who yeah. that, babe? No, nah, chill. I heard about the old situation that you. Well, last episode that you and Brandon said another who that. Nah, bro. Nah, yeah, over my dead body. But uh, but anyway, uh, so last Monday, April got checked into the hospital after work. I went to go see. Is her. she okay with you running this down? Uh. <laughs> Find out now. <laughs> Too, late now. Too late now. She will be. <laughs> uh, then Tuesday, she went through the whole process and everything. She had an epidural, all that good stuff. And boy, that epidural boy, hurt, bro. She told I've me that pain it. that it, it put her through, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of thought I was under the assumption that you only get like one shot. She said with her experience, it was like 15 like shots. Like, like kind of poking and poking and poking. Oh, because like, they had to get it into the right spot. Yeah, so yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, I felt yeah. so bad for her, but she took like a champ. She took care of it. She did what she did. So I'm proud of her for that. Yeah, April. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Tuesday morning at seven twenty-seven, uh, my son popped out. Now, <laughs> boy said popped out like cousin yeah. pop tart. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, really, so my mother in law, like before anything happened, she was kind of seeing. Oh, I see the head. She's like, "Bro, you want to see?" I'm like, "Nah, I'd rather not. Just I don't want to see the head because <laughs> I just I rather not." So you ain't, you ain't want to catch him? Nah, not like Coming that, bro. Home? I don't want to see that, bro. Because look, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. When I so when I went up there, you was already gone, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was April and her mom there. And they were like, you was kind of shaky for a minute. The D's got weak. Oh, so look, so, okay, so <laughs> I was on the side of April when she was, right. you know, she was Delivering. pushing to deliver. Yes, she was pushing naturally. And I'm okay. I'm looking. And the next thing I know, I see the head pop out. I'm like, okay, it's not too bad. Then it was like, I see blood. And I see that my Did son see- actually come out. At that point, I literally lost feeling in my legs. <laughs> hey, bro. That's <laughs> like, real. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is like. This really actually happened. It's real, yeah. And then the doctor put uh, my son on April's chest with a skin to skin. Yeah. And for a moment, I'm about to pass out. Yeah. Hey, it was, it was it's just, real. It was so much. So I had to really step aside to go to the bathroom. Take to, a breath. Take, some take water a breath. Put some water in my yeah. face. And I was like, man, like, I was just, I was so overwhelmed with emotion. So, and then I got myself together. Uh, saw my son. I saw April. And she said to me, 
play a certain song for me. I'm going to play a song. So I grabbed her phone. She said, play the song called Aspen and Parker's Wedding Song. Y'all just YouTube it. When I tell you when that song came on. The feels, huh, bro? I started crying. The emotions. We both started crying. It was like just, it was so emotional. The fact that we've been through so much this past nine months. Mm -hmm. To actually have our son with us has been... It's been an emotional journey, but I'm just, it's so like humbling. It's a blessing. It just, man, it just, it's the happiest I've ever been ever in my life. Like, ever. Like, just, it's just, it's hard to describe, hard to man. Like, it really Look, is. Like, I, you're, you're just so happy. Like, you're just, you're just so like energetic. It just, like, just seeing, like, what you created brought to the world is just, it's, it's a big motivating factor. Yeah, like, absolutely. It, it is. is. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Marla, Marla's been around. Uh, we go back all the way to like 2009, 2010. Uh, Marlon was, me and Marlon were friends prior to me having my sons. Mm -hmm. And he was around when I had my first son. And for me, like, I remember that moment. Like, because it, it almost feels surreal until it happens. Like, you exactly. know it's coming. You right. know it's happening. Mm -hmm. But until... You get to hold them for the first time until you hear that cry, until you hear those things. There's almost like a defiance to it. Like you don't quite believe it's real. Absolutely. Because he's not there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's one of those things like I get it. And it's it's exciting. You know, I'm excited to be able to be like. You know, adjacent to this watching it happen, yeah, right? You know, because it's one of those things where I, I, I celebrate you becoming a father mm -hmm. because you're a good person. You know, I have the utmost respect for who you are, how you conduct yourself, and how you take care of April, and how y'all y'all are there for each other. Like, I respect the hell out of your relationship. I think I think it's awesome. Like, I joke, y'all relationship goals. And I know y'all not perfect. You're far from perfect. But I know, but, but it's not about being yeah, perfect. Yeah, y'all exactly hold it down, and y'all y'all do y'all do right by each other when the world makes it seem like you have every opportunity to screw up or live crazy or do stuff here. Ain't nobody got no business doing. I when everybody that. else, you know, you, you look at how it's portrayed in like social media. Whenever everybody out there thirst trapping and naked pictures and ass <laughs> out and you know dudes messing with this and messing with that one, sliding DMs and all that That's it. stuff, right? Y'all right. holding it down for each other. I appreciate that, man. So, and it was crazy too that once that he came into the world, it was mm -hmm. like, like my love for April like deepened. Mm -hmm. Like I had no idea that my love for her would be that much stronger because it's like. She literally did this, like of course not pitched in, of course, but the fact that but yeah she, she brought she did the heavy lifting right and she brought you know our sons to the world is like wow was like like April like I just I love you that much more mm -hmm. because you gave me a sense of purpose now like right. the fact that now I can actually you know be an example to our son you know right. we're we're a family now it's yeah. like. You like this make it official, like, right, like, like it we, was official before y'all yeah, got right. married. Exactly, y'all got the kids to go with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sure. I'm gonna say this, and I was told this, uh, and maybe I ain't listen quite as well as I should. <laughs> oh lord! But children magnify whatever are the strongest qualities of your relationship. They're mm -hmm. only gonna magnify that. Yeah. So if y'all really love each other, y'all really supportive, y'all really there for each other. They're only going to continue to make that grow. Absolutely. If you don't, it's it, only it, going to magnify the problem. They're going to see it too. Yeah. You know, and that's so ch children are multipliers, you mm -hmm. know, and that's just their their existence, 
coming into the world, it creates a situation where the good or the bad will be bad will be magnified and multiplied, and you can see what a relationship really is when you in, involve children. Mm -hmm. And just from what you're saying right there, you know, it lets me know y'all y'all really got it. Like y'all got love for each other. You got love for her. I know she love you because you know she probably wouldn't put up with your ass. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> this and, is true. And, I'm yeah. a lot to deal with. I really am. Yeah, but you know, we y'all both are like to yeah, each other. Absolutely. But yeah. Y'all balance each other out in that sense, and Grayson just adds that 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 dynamic that ties y'all together even more so than you were before. Absolutely. So, speaking of that, and, mm -hmm. and parenthood and kids and all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm a parent now. You right? Yeah, yeah, daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Just wait till you go, daddy. All like, that right though. Oh no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nah, so, son, it happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, there was two situations in the news recently. Yeah. About parents doing shit, in my opinion, ain't got no damn business doing. So, the first one I want to touch on is T.I. Now, we, we have known T.I. for a while through his music and everything like this. Mm -hmm. And then we have laughed and giggled and enjoyed our way through his TV show and with a T.I. and Tiny and this, that, and the other and the kids and all this stuff, right? And there's old social media with him and uh, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> him that, and everybody. That just, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. T.I., you know, using big words wrong expeditiously ain't even really a word, but he use it, whatever. You know, that's the name of his podcast yeah. now. It's a so, good podcast. He listens to it. Yeah, podcast. I mean, it's cool, but still, you know, T.I. be on some shit sometimes. Yeah. So this is one of those times when I feel like T.I. is on some shit. So apparently, the, the story came out that T.I. attends his daughter's gynecological visits. Which I probably should, I, I would suggest. Man. All right, first and foremost, I probably said that word wrong. Gynecologist. So, well, I said gynecological. Okay. Gynecological. I don't know. Yeah, he he attends his daughter's personal checkups. And apparently he attends those with the intent to check and make sure if her hymen is still intact and she is still a virgin. And she's 18 years old right now. And she 18 yes. years old. So here's what I'm going to say. This is a pattern of behavior. In my opinion, T.I., at 18 years old, you can't tell me you are not in them streets. He was. Exactly. So, while yes, I understand that as a parent, you have a right to teach your kids better, do better, this, that, and the other. There's a certain level of privacy and respect that you should have for your kids to make the right decisions. Mm -hmm. And for me as a parent, when I look at a situation like that, I look at them and like, no, you don't trust your kids. I don't really about trust per se, just the fact that I do think it'd be better. Like, I'm, I'm glad he goes I mean, to support his, his child, but at a point, just be in the waiting room. Like, go with her. Yeah, no, go She go her. in, take care of her business, and come back out. Exactly. Go on oh, to my her. thing is, though, where is Tiny this whole situation? Why hey, did she go with uh, her daughter to this whole gynecologist and whatnot? Like, why isn't she doing this? Like, why isn't she, like, speaking up for her daughter saying, you know what? Tip, I love you. I know you, you love your daughter 100%. But this is my daughter. I'm going to go with her. I will bring her to the doctor. She and I will discuss the whole thing about the birds and the bees and their sex life. I mean, she's 18. I mean, come on, man. You like, know, I, it's one of those things where I feel like there's a line you don't cross. Like, 
I doubt he's going to his son's checkups. He's not. You know, I, uh, you know, checking. You know, oh, his asshole's still tight. You know, <laughs> and, you know, hey. Wait, so how can you check and see if your son's been sexually active? That's my point. You can't. Okay. I mean, unless Cud get an STD. Yeah, you know, true. there's there's no like there, there's no male hymen. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It don't work that way. Mm-hmm. Biologically, that's not how we set up. <laughs> so, I feel like though it's a it's it's wrong. I think it's wrong too. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those situations where you're overstepping as a parent. You are creating a situation where not only do you put your family in the limelight in a very negative way when you're a very social person. You create a situation to where it almost appears as if your daughter doesn't have the freedom over her body. Right. And in the world we live in, when women's rights are taken away so effortlessly by men who, you know, here's the thing. And this is just my perspective on when it comes to the whole situation. I I don't have the right. To tell a woman what to do with her body. True. Now, unless I am directly involved, for instance, in a situation of abortion, you know, and it's 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 my child, then I do ha- I feel I do have a right to be involved in the discussion. Absolutely. But other than that, other than that one specific instance where consensual sex was had, a child was conceived. And now we're having that conversation together like adults. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's her body. Period. And the fact is, I'm, I'm not percent sure, but I think she has her own house. Oh. So it's like, you're 18 years old with your own crib, and your dad's still going with you to your... This is... That's, that's such a gross... Abuse of parental power. I don't. I don't even know. Like that's that's abuse level for me. That that's that's abuse. That is subjecting your child to harm. And I'm wondering what are her own personal feelings towards you? Like, is she just okay with it? I mean, she's been doing it for years. So like, it's just kind of okay. Sure, Dad. Come on, let's go. Damn, I'm I'm still a virgin. Like, in her mind is it okay that her dad's going with her? I mean, look. I'm going to be real. I don't... You know, you normalize things like that when you experience it. You know, you talk about uh, people who experience abuse and they start identifying and sympathizing with their abusers for whatever traumas and troubles they've experienced. You talk about Stockholm Syndrome and things like that where people have, you know, fallen foreign and uh, became an accessory to their abusers and abuse other people. Mm-hmm. And in a situation like this, no, I'm not going to say it's so going so far as to say, you know, oh, they're abusing other people and this, that, and the other. But this is one of the situations where if she's not speaking out about it, you know, it, it clearly has to be a normal thing because, you know, hey, it's not the first time he did it. This just ain't... I don't think this would be the first time at 18 years old. Hey, I'm going to come to your doctor's appointment and make sure you ain't fucking. And we... Like, that, that, no. Nah. And you kind of mentioned it earlier where I think he was wrong for putting his business out there like that. So now people going to hit her up was like, 
oh, why is your dad going with you to your visits? Like, straight up. It's basically not as drawn as this negative limelight towards her. And she don't need yeah. that. She, I mean, she ain't she 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 a baby. Yeah, she don't need that. She ain't even experienced life like talking about it yet. She's just getting into it and she got a great head start. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you throw this fucking landmine in the middle of it. Hey, your daddy go to your doctor visit check making sure your coochie ain't been used. And that crazy thing about it, how social media is to this, this oh, period they, now. They, so. They, She's probably getting DMs right now, by oh, or commenting on her pictures like, "What? Your daddy does with you now? Like, like where she go? Like, I'm, Is your daddy cool with it? I'm gonna like, be the I'm gonna be the ignorant advocate and be like, people out there talking about your cool just still tight. That's all bad. <laughs> like, you know, oh, oh, I know that thing tight. Come on, <laughs> bro. Like, damn, tilt. Yeah, damn, bro. He just brought this whole nigga lying like for his daughter. She don't need it. It's like I said, and eighteen years old too at that. But you know, it's one of those situations where, like I said, it's abuse. It's it, it's it's going too far. Like unless you know, I'm not gonna go sit. And if I had a daughter, I don't have daughters. I have two sons. Uh, I might be open to the possibility one day, but we ain't there yet. So <laughs> when, but. You know, I have nieces. I, I've had much younger female cousins. And I've always looked at them as that older brother figure. Okay. And when I think about it, like, how would that person feel if their dad overstepped their bounds? Mm-hmm. You know, because this is someone you're supposed to trust. This is someone you're supposed to, that, that's supposed to look out for you and protect you. And maybe you don't know any better. And it's one of those situations where I just sit back and I look at the decision that he's making. And I'm like, you know, I understand protecting your child and this, that, and the other. But that's where your relationship with her has to come in. Yeah. Like the, the quality, that the, the, the lack of trust speaks to the quality of the relationship to me. There's no communication either. Right. No, it can't be. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't believe that she's the good person that you raised her to be. If you sitting there and there and checking under the hood, like that's not how it works. Right. You're supposed to have trust, understanding, and communication. Mm-hmm. She's 18 years old. She could go out and be fucking if she wants to. She grown legally. She go to jail. She gonna do the time. You can't buy her out of it. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't established it by after 18 years of being her parent, a relationship, a trust, an understanding that you as a parent taught her. And showed her the things and the ways to do things, then you need to reevaluate you and who you are, not her. You need to you need to leave leave her hood down and check yours. And you know he's not gonna do that. Cause no, Ti don't give two shits about what we think or what you say or what I say. He don't care. That's fine. He gonna do it again next year. But talk about this again next year. This whole situation. Uh, and then what if she got a man? Then she got a man now. I think. Shit, bro. <laughs> Cause oh, dude, whoever you are, you been not in touch her. <laughs> I'd be going in the other direction. I'd be like, oh, danger zone. Yeah. Flag on the play. I'm yeah. not going there. Her daddy still go to her doctor visit. Mm-hmm. So, but okay. So, speaking to overreach and abuse, there was another video that came out. Lord have mercy. And this one was trifling. This was about as trifling one as I had ever seen. So, the mother goes into the school. And tracks down her child and proceeds to beat the shit out of him with a belt. And blow my Texas about what y'all ain't seen yet. Now, first and foremost, her friend down bad. For recording it? Yes! 
Yes. You are encouraging this fuckery. You sitting here recording this shit, going live or posting it later, when you know your friend about to go beat her child ass. See, by you one, need your ass whipped. See, I'm a double advocate for one second. So, in her mind, she probably knew it would get to a point where she might hit him or whatnot. But only she expected to be the no, way no. that. Like you could look. That's angry black mama. I'm going to be somebody ass. And even more than that, that's because ghetto trifling. You, you know, I ain't got good. The good sense guy gave me to not act a goddamn fool in front of all these people. So I'm gonna go act a fool in front of all these people. See, just by watching it, I didn't think it gets to that level. Like, I saw I her. Did. I saw her, like the minute walking. she walked in. I already knew what time it was. <laughs> like at first, it was funny. Like she went in there, she grabbed him, whatnot. But then once she got the belt, and nah. at that point, I was like, "Oh, can I go a little too far?" And nah. then when she started cursing it. Yeah, face to face. Yeah, like saying like nigga between you and me. Yeah, then I had a problem with that. At I had that a problem. Point, I, I I knew that's what it was gonna be from day one because you see it all the time. You know that's abuse. Her ass deserved to be locked up. She don't deserve to have custody of no kids. Cause she right. ain't got the good goddamn sense God gave her. Cause look, one, her friend an accessory. As far as I'm concerned, her friend need to have her ass whooped for recording that shit in the first place. Two. You know what? I don't just blame her. I blame her parents and the people that raised her. Because mm-hmm. clearly, that type of behavior is what she grew up and experienced. Because that's learned behavior. Yeah. That's that's behavior that no one is saying, you're fucking up. Three, what a daddy in all this. I was kind of thinking the same thing. He was at work. Maybe he's at work. Maybe he's not in the picture. Whatever. You don't never know what the situation is. She could be keeping a kid from him. She could not be. He could not be involved at all. You know, whatever. Where the dad at in the picture? But the good thing, I'm kind of glad she did record it. Because now it's bringing awareness to, like, look, y'all. This type of behavior is unacceptable. Yeah, we've been had awareness. You've been but I mean, was doing this. No, ain't nobody catching on Facebook I, Live. But you, you knew this was happening. How many, I've seen this happen a number of times. Not From me. when I was in school, you went to Brother Martin. Yeah, I went to Brother Martin. So you <laughs> I went to St. Anthony and Brother Martin. Like I exactly. went to a private school, so like I never used that. But predominantly you. white private schools. True, true. Yeah, I, that I don't really it. count. I went to public school. <laughs> I saw that shit happen on day to day basis. I ain't gonna say on a day to day, but you know, maybe maybe once every other week, mm. you saw somebody catching the ass with mm. And it was just one of those things. And it's just like you know, you growing up in the city. If you grew up in an inner city. You knew the students who parents will come to school and catch that ass real quick. I was never one of them. But. Because your mom wouldn't do that to you. No, nah, my mom would bust my ass when I got home. <laughs> so my mom was going to wait because she ain't about to have nothing on camera. She ain't about to have no witnesses. She was going to bust my ass. It was going to be between her, me, and God. And I was going to catch that ass with her. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, those are the worst ones, too. Because you want to like, scream for help, let somebody help me. But, but no, even as I say that. My mother never did what she did yeah. to her son. My mother never cursed me out like that. Me neither. She never hit me like that. Yeah, I caught a whipping, but it was never like it was like physical abuse. Yeah, it was abuse. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it wasn't was, like it was like you know, like you know, beat you like you know, discipline you know. It was like, like some, I'm a whoop your ass. Like, it was like beat your ass like grown man until you bleed. And I'm just sitting there like, 
and nobody's stopping it. I think that's the biggest thing for me. What happens egregious? What would really happen is is a crime, and honestly, she deserves to be punished. She does not deserve to be a parent. What's even more a crime is that nobody did anything. So, from what I remember in the video, because it was taken down now, yeah. obviously, but from what I remember, so there was a teacher. I think it was a, one guy was in the picture. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when that was recording. Now, I think if the guy would have grabbed her, maybe that could have been a whole different ball game. It like, could like, She probably got mad at him, then she probably was talking to him. That's I fine. Was, you you, that's fine. you, you get mad at me all you want. What you're not about to do is sit there and assault that child like that. True. Because here's the thing. You know, and there, there's this big debate right now. And it's, it's a big debate in the sense that I see it brought up very often. And instances like this bring it to the forefront more than it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, the, it's, the, it's the, the, the debate of whipping your child. And at one point in time, I whipped my kids. I don't anymore, nor do I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Because... I'll never forget, like, Ian did something after I told him repeatedly not to do it. And after so many times, my default was to hit him. Right. And I mean, not like smack him, but like whip him. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there was an aspect of fear because he didn't want to get hit. And then I said, then, then I just stopped myself. And I communicated and I talked with him and I tried to bridge that gap with understanding. And why are you doing this? Why are you repetitively doing it? Is something wrong? Is there something you want? Is it, what's understanding bridges a lot of gaps. Mm-hmm. And even my kids are seven and eight. I want to understand why they do things the way they do so I can be a better dad to them. And, and I, I respect that too. You know, I don't feel like beating them or putting my hands on them will solve anything. It's but it's not going to generate understanding either. It's going to create a bigger divide. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, now I talk to him. I have that communication. And yeah, when Ian's being Ian sometimes, and he just don't listen. Ian is a funny child though. Hey, look, that's a character. <laughs> Ian is funny though. But you know, I pluck him in the forehead sometimes. But I'm not hitting him. Yeah. I'm messing with him. Mm-hmm. And he's my son. I'm entitled to do that. Like, I can poke <laughs> him in the forehead if I want to. But I'm not about to put my hands on him like that and cause him harm and pain. I, I'm not going to do it anymore. I did it before. I don't like it. It doesn't do anything positive. Because you know what? He's still going to be him. Mm-hmm. But if I can communicate with him, if I can establish a relationship where he can come talk to me, then I, I feel like I've done my job as a parent. Because I know if he'll come talk to me, now he'll always come talk to me. And that's something I definitely want to follow because maybe just hit me right now. But I remember like just the past couple of days when my son cries, I just I feel so bad. It's like, it's like sick, bro. I want to help. Like, bro, what's wrong? Like, how can I help you? Like, just I feel so helpless because he's crying because he can't talk to me. Yeah. It was bothering him. Yeah. It's like I hate to see it. So I can imagine when he gets older, right. to a point where he does something bad. I don't want to hit him because I'll cause him pain. And I don't want to do that. So. I mean, talking to him and opening a dialogue with him. This whole, that whole, this hurts me more than it hurts you. No, that's bullshit. Because it physically hurts them. Yeah. We may feel bad about it. It physically hurts them. Yeah, I don't want to do that to my son, so. So, you know, and that's why I say communication is key. Like, 
you know, kids are really smart now. Kids have always, we were smart as kids, and each, genera- each generation, as it progresses, it gets smarter because the world changes, technology changes, things change. Absolutely. My kids are really freaking smart. They know how to operate smartphones, and they know how to do this, and tablets, and computers, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. They can read and do their alphabet. My ki- I'm going to say this right now. My kids don't have cell phones. My kids are seven, eight years old. They don't need no goddamn cell phone. They don't need all that. They can play with my cell phone. They both got tablets. They both got all that. So what do you think is the appropriate age for them to have a cell phone? It depends. So I'm not necessarily putting a number on it, mm-hmm. but... Like, if they play in sport, organized sports, and my kids are a year and 10 days apart. They're, they're 7 and 8 right now. Mm-hmm. So, maybe 9 and 10 years old, they're playing football or something. We're talking about you going into middle school, maybe, or, you know, 5th or 6th grade, and maybe you're playing park ball, and we're dropping you off for practice, or something like that. I For me, it's two things. One, what's the circumstance situation? Two, do, do I trust you to be responsible? True. And that's how I look at it. I don't really care about the age so much as what's the circumstance, situation, and do I trust you to be responsible? And I guess to kind of piggyback off of that, the fact that your sons are away from you with the mother of your children. So how the fact say they want to contact you without going through your mom? Because like, say, for example, something happens with them, they want to contact you, but they can't. You know, so... Oh, you trying to... Uh, I'm just saying, like... They were- I know. Look, I, I I contemplated every day when when I don't... When my phone calls don't get answered or it's, I'm going to call you back and I never get a call back. Exactly. And I call and I don't get the answers. And you get worried, like, where are my kids? Oh, yeah. No, look. Yeah. I remember one time and this is just being real. She didn't answer my calls for two months. See right there, boy. Say, bro, like, I real life uh-uh. contemplated driving up there and causing a whole goddamn scene. Mm-hmm. Burn, burning all the fucking Shreveport Bulls down. <laughs> I was going to burn all of no- Northern Louisiana was going to be an afterthought. It was going to be like, what happened in Northern Louisiana? Fuck if I know. Like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. What Let's say, like, Southern Louisiana just floated off in the fucking Gulf. It's an Man, island. Shit happens. But... You know, I had to trust God in that situation. Like he was going to work everything out, and he did. But, True. you know, in situations like that, they're not responsible either. Because here's the thing. I go get them a phone, right? It'll never get charged. They'll forget about it. They don't charge their tablets. Yeah, saying, I have to be responsible to charge their tablets. Yeah. So, I am that. I going to be responsible? And then, you're talking about two of them, because I have to get two phones, because they're going to fight over it. I'm not saying give them a, a cell phone like now at 7 or 8, but I'm just saying maybe I can know... 10 or well, 11. That, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, yeah. that, you know, when you get to that point, they can be responsible for it. And, you know, that just comes with time and communication. Yeah. You know, I say this. I, I'm a firm believer that communication is key to anything. Yeah, sure. If you can effectively communicate your thoughts, ideas, and feelings in a way that another person can understand, you're doing life right. It makes life easier. Mm-hmm. Like, when I tell you, you know... This is what I think we should do. We should buy this piece of equipment. This is why. This is what it'll do for us. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It'll improve quality. It'll give us options. We could get additional pieces of equipment. This is that and other. Now, it may take me a shot or two to figure out how to make this shit work. But I do understand that this is what it does. And where it's going to take us. Too. Exactly. So, it's the same thing in any circumstance or situation. Especially when it comes to kids. Because kids are sponges. Like, they're... 
they're going to want to know. Like my kids, you know, one thing I remember growing up and I, you still see it a lot today. Like parents don't like to be questioned. I won't be questioned. I, I have no problem being questioned. Nah. See, it, you're thinking questions. You're thinking, why? You're thinking yeah, disrespect. More so, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. not... See, there, there's a difference between a kid being disrespectful and a kid genuinely wanting to know. Yeah. And see, for me, I've gotten Ian and Ethan to the point where they'll question a decision I make, not because they're being disrespectful, but they want to understand why I'm saying in that Let's do this aspect. For this yeah, I get, but like, why? Mm-hmm, wait a minute. But that wait comes to how, but that comes to how you raise your kids. Sure. Okay. Ian and Ethan aren't disrespectful kids. They're not. They're good kids. Now, mind you, they can have attitudes, and yes, I will admit it. My kids can be assholes. <laughs> guess what? That is my personality, one hundred percent. I promise you, Ethan will cut eyes at you in a heartbeat, and you will have to catch yourself from snatching his soul. But at the same time. He doesn't know how to control his face yet. His personality comes through. He's still working on that. He's st- it's, it's a work in progress. So I got to catch myself because when he gets an attitude, I can't snatch him because I'm still teaching him yeah. how to temper that behavior. Right. But when he comes to me and I say, all right, we're going to bed at 8.15 a night. You know, and he'll say, why are we going to bed so early? Well, we have to get up in the morning. We got to get ready. That is to get ready for work. We have to go here. We have to do this. And I start explaining to them because if I take the time to explain it to them in a way that makes sense once, maybe I do it one or two more times. But after that, they're on the they're on the process at that point. Yeah. So it saves me future. Boy, I just do what I told you to do. Ain't nobody got time for that shit because that's a repetitive thing. You're going to do that your whole life versus just having a conversation and expressing your emotions, your feelings and understanding and what's the reasoning behind it. Kids are okay with reasoning. They want to understand. So I just I make that my my modus operandi. I'm taking notes right now as we speak. So that but yeah, so, you know, that's how I look at it. You know, Ian, Ian got a thousand questions all the time. Ian make you not want to answer questions no more. And they be good questions. Well, why does this happen? Why are they doing that? That's about what about like, this? He, 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 what about that? I guess most having the patience to actually, all right. Yeah. What is it? Okay. So this is because of that reason. Because of that reason. So just being patient. So that's probably the biggest oh, yeah. thing I'm, I'm going right to on. Kids, see, I'm a, you know, I was told one time, never pray for patience because the Lord will answer your prayer. I'll tell you right now, I pray for patience. One time, I've been getting a lesson on how to be patient <laughs> my, for the last 15 years. Look, oh, it's just goodness. one of those things where, yeah, kid... Kids will test your gangster. They'll test your gangster and test your patience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people joke, oh, I punch kid in the throat. I ain't about to punch the fucking kid. Yeah, in the throat. I ain't got to. I've said it before, and I'm not about to, unless they put their hands on my chair and after my chair and have followed protocol, which is tell, tell an adult and authority figure, come tell me. Then somebody do it again, somebody catch them goddamn hands. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I don't believe in hitting kids and I, I, I just, I don't believe in it. And you know, I did at one point in the sense the discipline, it doesn't work. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. And to see, to see that parent do that the way they did it, they're wrong. There, there is nothing right about that. And I felt so bad for that kid too. Man. Yeah. I mean, I, cause I just... that damages them. That hurts them. Like it, it, it bugs me that, like, it just, it makes my skin crawl. Because it's like, somebody should beat her ass. But you know the truth of the matter is? Somebody did beat her ass that way. Which is why 
she does the way she does. And she, I, I feel bad for the kid now even more so is that, again, we're in a, an era now on social media where everything's recorded. This is what I remember forever. Yeah. Like, this, he probably this remembers like, wow, like, my mom really beat me in the front of everybody. This on wax. And, and everybody know. Everybody. Social media, everything. And not just your mom, the person that recorded it. That's why they should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you just sit there and watch something happen to somebody and you don't want to record it, depending on what it is, you should be held accountable. She walked in there with her with a full idea of what she was likely to do. And then just sat there and watched it happen. I'm going to tell you right now. If I ever walked into a school with somebody... And if you if I ever walked in school and you walked in there with me and you knew there was a good likelihood chance I was gonna beat my kid ass and you ain't hitting me up like say bro what the fuck you doing yeah bro we need to reevaluate <laughs> right now yeah I do. Know, I, I, mean, I, I, I'll put you to the side like bro no this ain't the one we, this we, ain't the move we we I know you want to do it. I know in your heart that you was gonna beat you may that ass it, but that ain't the move I know you want to do it I feel in your spirit I I agree with you but. Bruh. No, don't I agree re- with me. I reevaluate. I reevaluate. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Don't agree with the position because yeah. that's that bullshit. Nah, I'm saying I, yeah. I may feel the way you do. Like I understand why you feel that way. And yeah, but that's, that's, that's not going down that road because there's a better way to handle it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what? I do not advocate for the physical harm of kids because you know what? They still have to grow and they still have to learn. And what you teach a child is what they will learn and who they become. And if all you're showing a child is pain and violence and harm, guess what they know how to do? Pain, and that's going to cycle harm. over and over. And it's a cycle. You're yeah. right. Because guess what? Then they're going to bully other kids because they got bullied by their parents. That's the only way they know to convey their emotions. They become repressed individuals who get into abusive relationships because how are they taught to deal with situations where somebody didn't do what they said, what they told them to do? They got their ass beat. So what are they going to do? Beat somebody ass when they don't do what they're told to do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a partner, spouse, you know, child, whatever. And that's how you create a cycle of abusive relationships. Absolutely. And, and single parents and people who don't have both their parents in their life. By creating situations where behavior like that is okay and applauded and encouraged. And for all the people to say, oh, yeah, she right. You're a dumbass. Yeah, I don't think anybody can agree with what she did. Oh, there's some ghetto trifling ass folks out there that's saying, oh, he, you know, uh, he probably did this. You know, you always got that band of people that's they probably. That's what I call them, the probably's. Mm-hmm. He probably did this. She probably did that. They probably did this. You got all these goddamn hypotheticals when you got a situation that's completely out of context. Because you don't know that, you know, they say, oh, well, this was done before this. Were you there? Did you witness all aspects of it? Did you see it from a first person, second person, and third person point of view so you can understand the whole situation? You didn't? All right, great. Shut the fuck up. Because you know what? Unless you were active participant in it, all that they probably shit don't work. Because guess what? Probably don't get you in and out of court. What happened does, what happened was she went into that school, beat that child's ass in front of Buku people, and now her ass got fucking arrested behind it. That's true. I'm just kind of curious though, like, what exactly did he do? They said he was acting up in class. That's it? That's it. They said he was acting up in class. Because so... I mean, that's, what I, that's what I read at the very least. He was, 
he was he was being like a disruption in class or something to that effect. Okay, I thought he called the teacher something because like the way she when she grabbed him and brought him to the teacher, it was like, oh, like, what would you tell the teacher? Like I thought maybe he called her a bad name or something like that. That was my my first impression, but the fact that I didn't you know what? Class, man. Nah, it, it even even if he would have said something out of pocket, which he very well could have. Doesn't warrant that behavior. It doesn't. It doesn't warrant that level of abuse on a child. I agree, hundred percent. Well, who Lord? Cheering. You know what? I'm gonna say this. If you're a parent and you got kids, I hope you feel where we're coming from. Because as someone who has kids, and I, I don't have the pleasure of having my kids all the time, you know, I, I try to make the most of the time I do have, and. It's one of those situations where we have to do better than the generation before us. We have to do better than our parents, better than our grandparents, better than our great grandparents. You know, we have to create an environment where children feel safe and feel able to express themselves in whatever way they need to. Mm -hmm. Because the truth of the matter is. If we don't create that environment, we're creating a more negative environment for children to become adults who only know how to hurt other people. So, yes, I think T.I. is wrong. Yes, I think the parent who went in the school and beat her child the way she did is wrong. I also think the friend that co-signed it by recording that bullshit is wrong. You should have never seen that video ever because the friend should have never let that shit happen. But her trifling ass went right along with it. So, with all that being said, that's all I got to say about it. Because that's the bullshit. I agree. Just parenting one-on-one. That's what I can learn from it. Don't interfere with my daughter's hymen. And don't beat my kids' ass. That is the most... Bullshit. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna say this, and yeah, I'm gonna say this. You know, I got two sons, and people buku protective over. Oh, you gonna take my daughter and this, that, and the others? I'm gonna be the same goddamn kind of protective over my sons. Cause you know, your daughter could be just as much a hoe as my son could be. So I'm gonna tell you right now, <clears throat> it's equal opportunity. Oh, you wanna be that way with your daughter? That's cool, fam. Look, see this right here? Clack out. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. Your daughter could get it just the same. Your daughter could be <laughs> loose as a goose. I'm going to tell you right now. So, you just got to understand that. So, it's equal opportunity. And T.I., you're a hoe for that one, boy. I'm going to tell you right now. He don't care, though. I know he don't hey, care. He got young, money. You don't give a damn. He got money. He rich. Mm-hmm. But, so how you feel, though? I feel tired. You tired? Mm-hmm. I'm tired, boss. Yeah, but bro. You you good tired, though. What's, oh, yeah, what's Grace on schedule like every four hours? Well, he sleeps pretty good during the day with the wife, but then sometimes at night he just, you know. Yeah. He has his mom's like, you know what, y'all? I just want to be up right now. That's how mm-hmm. I be. I'm going to tell you right now. A rocker is your friend, though. We have, we have a rocking or reclining chair that we use to. No, 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 no. Like, they got the little rocker that, like, rocks side to side. Oh, those. Say, bro, I'm going to tell you right now. Low key, I have one, right? I have my chair. I put my feet up, and I had, like, the little coffee table. I had the rocker in between my feet and my feet on the coffee table. And that way, like, I'm stretched, and he rocking. <laughs> so I know he's still there. 
The best, he ain't world, the best of both worlds. So we good. Man, me looking, me looking to that. That's it, uh, bro. It's it's something, but like I said, I couldn't be any happier. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm just, I'm good. You know. That's what's up, bro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode. You know, we talked about a lot tonight. You know, what's, what's your thoughts and opinions on it? For all our parents out there, what are y'all thinking, man? Y'all think T.I. out of pocket? Because I damn sure do. And as far as his parent, you know, doing that the way she did with her child in the school, what y'all think about that? Because I definitely think somebody need to hem her ass up and have that conversation. And let her know what she did ain't right, can't be right, won't be right. Mm-hmm. So, your opinions, thoughts are always welcome and appreciated. Folks, we want to say we appreciate you guys. We love you guys, everybody that listens, you know. And it's another episode of the Daily Dollar Show Podcast. Absolutely. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. We appreciate, like he said, all the follows, the likes, the comments, the reviews. Oh, we, re- we reviews. And that's definitely appreciate Oh, hey, yeah. If you got reviews, anything y'all think of, man, you know, y'all quality needs to be better. Y'all topics need to be better. If you think our topics need to be better, shoot us some topics, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Look, we'll talk about it. Trust me, we'll do the research and we'll speak on no it. No judgment happen. at all either. We talk that's about anything, up. whatever. Uh, except politics, because Marlon doesn't. I can do politics, just... Once a month, maybe. You know, like, I, I got to prepare myself for that. But that's it. We appreciate yeah. you guys for real, though. Yeah, so look, it's your boy Martin. It's Merlin. And we out. Peace. Peace.